This episode of WW Today is brought to you by Away. Away makes first-class luggage at coach prices. They allow you to charge your phone while on the go. For $20 off a suitcase, go to awaytravel.com slash WDW20 and use the promo code WDW20. That's awaytravel.com slash WDW20. Promo code WDW20. This episode also brought to you by our friends at Travel Mation, our preferred travel provider. We're going to tell you a little bit more about them later. And that is at travelmation.net, like animation, but travel first, travelmation.net slash WDW today. And now, on with the show. Bringing the world to your world. This is WDW Today. It's Wednesday, October 9th, 2019, and this is episode 1675 of WDW Today. I'm Logan Seculo. I'm Will Haynes. I'm Terry Weaver. I'm Matt Watt. And I'm the Grease. Yeah, you heard any uh, new news this week, guys? It's been very quiet. Nothing. In the, in the Disney. Anything happened nothing's over the weekend? Tre- nothing's trended. No, yeah. I, I haven't seen national mm-hmm. news coverage of anything. So today we're talking oh, about <laughs> I've seen lots of that. If you what? watch the news... <laughs> They cover things. I don't watch the news. Yeah, like Mad Lodge <laughs> Jacket. Oh, yeah. The Netherlands. The, 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 the Netherlands. I don't watch the news. Where, <laughs> where am I? We need to, yeah, we need to see it. We need to see it. We got the, the side We got an isolated. Apparently some like. Uh, we, we don't have the. Oh, there, there it is. is. We call him Dutch Lot. If you're watching online, if you're not watching online, you're in a. If you're watching online, you're kind of like what you see. If Optimus Prime was like out for casual yeah, wear, I'm just advocating for the Netherlands yeah. Pavilion at Epcot. I know it's like if you're like a uh, what do they call those? If we were Bounders, all pavilions like at Epcot, what, what would we be? Bounder. <laughs> I'm Optimus Bounder. Yeah. <laughs> you know I'm talking about the Bounders. Bounders are people that wear like I don't inspired like that term. clothes. Oh. I don't like the term. I was thinking of people that like hopped on all fours, like bounding. Around. I don't think that's a thing. It's a thing. You'd be surprised. So they're called bounders. Bounding. I love that Logan's trying to say something isn't a thing. When, uh, if we were to peruse the list of things we didn't think exist, but you're deep into the subculture of, <laughs> yeah. So pretty weird. Speaking of things. Speaking of things. We would be remiss if thing. we. No, no, we're not talking about the thing. Well, you said which the you things. can find at thething.live. Oh. But I figure we we would we would, we we would be doing a disservice to our listening audience. If we didn't follow up on the conversation that happened on our listener group, oh. with with Paige, we, we discussed Paige last oh, week yeah, on the show. Paige, who gave uh, Will some not so kind words. Yeah, we found out it's part of our listener group. Yeah, uh, she's <laughs> clearly one of our biggest fans. <laughs> well, that's uh, no, not clearly. I mean, we saw the comments. So, I mean, there's a few hundred people in our Facebook group. It's not something we promote that heavily. But I those had, are in I the had group. a feeling she'd find a way to reach out. Oh, yeah. I found a way. If you found a way to write a review like that, most likely you you listen. And what I'm going to say is that my tactic of uh, comment shaming worked because she changed her star rating. So we're just going to go through all our bad reviews and tell yeah. them to <laughs> You're winning. How about that? <laughs> Thanks, Paige. Winning. One hashtag. will, Paige, five stars. <laughs> <There's four. laughs> Wait, she changed it to five stars? Pretty sure. Well, I think like she changed it to four. Um, no, I think it was at a four. Oh, was it? Okay. I don't know. Well, either way, give us an iTunes review if you're on there. Don't read all of them, but but go and review them. <laughs> and uh, by that, don't read when, any of them. Especially when I started. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Just, or when no, I started. Just avoid when Grease came on the show and started doing it. There's That's a cool. lot of changes today. You know, if you're, uh, it's not an iTunes review anymore. iTunes is done as of today. It's gone. So it is now a pod, Apple podcast review. So we never really promote to do reviews. Please go and give us a review. Uh, we have about 500 people in our Facebook group, 450 people, something like that. Uh, go send us some some nice words. We see that thousands are listening every week, and uh, we appreciate that. Because as podcast the podcast world changes, uh, with iTunes going away and then going now to a more defined podcast app, it's actually going to become, you think it becomes easier, but it's actually becoming harder to discover new podcasts. A lot of the subgroups of subgroups are gone. So uh, go, go support us, and we appreciate it. Uh, with that... Again, should we should we discuss at least a little bit 
I think that's all we're going to discuss. I, well, I, no, I do have a topic that we have. Terry pre- did come up with a topic. And we've got some listener feedback from that topic. So maybe we'll get to that. But I do think we need to at least address. Well, the, I prepared for one topic and one topic only. Should we address <laughs> the hanging bucket in the room? Uh, <laughs> Swing away. The dangling bucket in the room. Yeah. It, which is obviously, if you uh, are, um, if you're listening to this show, you've heard. You the, clearly know. The current situation is the Disney Skyliners, uh, after about a week of operation, are now down. Uh, indefinitely, like a switch foot hiatus. Mm. They're down until they, they desperately need to come back. And so they'll be back a, in two that's weeks. That's a very make a little money. Like, uh, <laughs> deep reference there. Yeah. Only a couple people will be like, oh. Happy is a yuppie word. I hate hiatuses. You should take a break from that. My buddy hates that hiatus. We're on one. <laughs> oh. We put out an episode about indefinite hiatuses and then took one. It's funny. <laughs> <laughs> well, we can all kind of go around. I don't want this to be like an hour-long discussion. I have thoughts. I know you have thoughts. I have thoughts as well. Obviously, if you can, if you don't know, if you're listening to this later, there was an incident. We don't really know exactly what happened. There are some thoughts and people have ideas that caused the Skyliners to have a bit of a backup problem. And it took about three hours for uh, it to be resolved. So people were, I, what I would assume... Because it was one of the lines, what they they run about three thousand person capacity at a time. So it was one of the lines. So let's say I don't know, a few hundred to a thousand people. Because it was at eight o'clock at night that it happened. Yeah, I mean I would assume. Which is when you think about, it, I think it was on the Epcot line. Am I not mistaken? I which, don't remember exactly. I'm pretty sure because it was at the Riviera Turnstile where it happened, which is technically I don't even think a station right now because yeah. it's just where there's a there's a turn. But so. You know, imagine people going to see a brand new show at Epcot that they haven't seen. So we we should expect that there weren't a lot of empty buckets, would be my guess. Right. So let's say roughly between you know, 500,000 people at least were up in the air for hours and hours and hours. Obviously caused a big uh, distressing issue. Uh, people like on this show, like Terry, who have for, for you know a better part of a couple of years now have said, I don't know, it was death buckets and the heat and everything. Uh I have stated I'm in support of these things. I still am in support of them. The big problem with this happening and having to shut it down indefinitely because of having to get the transportation, you know, council or whatever involved, is to me that it happened in a week. If this had happened in a year, I don't think we'd be talking about it because how often has the monorail gotten stuck and it doesn't make national news? It's almost once a week right now that the monorail is getting stuck. Right. So this just happens to be that this was a brand new attraction in a weekend, much like Hagrid's right now with the B issue, y'all don't know about. I have not heard. Uh, the Hagrid issue? ride at Universal is currently uh, regularly down, if not perpetually down, uh, because it's infested with bees. And it was all the buzz. Oh. That's, uh, that's happened. I've seen that joke. That's been a common joke. Uh, it's hey, beca- great. Matt Lott has some good input here, Logan. Way to kick him in the knees on that one. It's, okay. Okay. it's a hive knees. mentality. <laughs> Spoke over like years. <laughs> mm. I don't know what a pun is, but we it know. sounds like y'all are doing puns. Yeah, similar. It stings, right? Can we go through our thoughts? I mean, you, you're giving thoughts. yours. I, yeah, I gave mine. I think I... My, my thoughts are, I uh, I like the idea of the gondolas from the beginning. Like I've said many times on the show, you know, ski resorts use them and have used them for a long time to take people up and down a mountain. Like, it's not like this is a new technology or anything. Right. So moving people up and down high elevation in snow and weather and everything, like, it's not like this is some newfangled technology they came up with. This is a, it's a, a, a something that has proven its worth in moving people in situations that are difficult to move people in. So Disney uses that technology and that already crafted car to to do what people have been asking people to do, to to deal with transportation issues better. Do something that helps alleviate some of the stress on the monorail system, which we know has had its own issues. Um, you know, we don't have to recount them, but a yeah. lot. The doors falling off. Doors falling <laughs> off and and actual collisions, yeah. right? Like, so they, they've had to deal with things like that, but no one's like, I will never yeah. ride the monorail. I mean, some people may It was be, over the course of 20 years, though. That those sure, and so while I agree this is a PR nightmare for Disney, that and like you said, if it weren't the first week, it probably wouldn't have been that big of a issue. But I do think that it's, it's another... What, what's disheartened me is some of the 
pushback I've seen online from the Disney fan community of almost like I told you so and and uh, ha- almost like celebrating the the mishap yeah as if like they should have never done this it's like well they're doing what people want they want alleviation of of pressure on the uh, transportation things this is a proven technology complain about the buses they complain it's, about the, right the monorails. It's, it's a way that that they can move people quickly safely um uh great distances quickly and and what they did is it, it's very much um sad that there was a big pr but it it wasn't like uh I, i'm not belittling anyone's experience if you were stuck for hours in a time like that's terrible but it wasn't um the same as as some other issues with the monorail even like it, at the end of the day it wasn't like a thousand people were horribly injured right it was it was a inefficient way to evacuate them but people were evacuated evacuated safely and uh so i i understand that there's issues they have to work out they they will fix it and i think that it's still and i did see a lot of people saying even posts from some people that were on the ride and it was like they're like or people are like i did it earlier in the day i'll use it again it was quick it was easy and yeah it had a mistake it broke down but it's gonna it's not going to deter me from the future. And so I still think it's a good option. I really like that it's there. It is something that I will use. I like the gondola system. I think that it is a proven method of mass transportation within a consolidated area. And uh, like I said, I, I look forward to using it. And I know that Disney's just going to make it better. So. Yeah, hopefully that, that gets solved in the next uh, next few days, few weeks, few months. We don't really know exactly. They haven't really said They've been seen moving today, so they, they are. Mo- yeah, they, they were are, moving almost immediately. I they're, think. you know, but they're testing them again, trying to figure out. I mean, basically, what what it looks like happened is one of them basically got stuck in the station. Yeah, and because then, so what it does in a traditional system like this is there's a a loop that the buckets go on and they peel off onto a separate track that moves slower. People hop on, they dismount, it never stops, and then it reengages the main track. And so what I've seen a lot of people talking about is that what looks like happened was one of the buckets got stuck at that re-engagement point from oh. the from the slide-off part, the, mm-hmm. the loading area, if you will, and the main track that takes you the far loop. And yeah. so it got stuck right there and then caused other buckets to pile up because it couldn't – it looked like there was a, a failure somewhere to stop down the system and fix that mm. uh, quickly and efficiently. And which I'm one, I'm certain that's a problem that's happened at with this type of technology before that just like Logan said, we never hear about. Yeah. Um, you think that bucket also, got a ticket for failure to yield appropriately? Yes. Or it had an they extra wrote, thousand pounds that it's not used to and something went wrong. Right. It could have been insufficient testing of something, you know, like the, it, could who, be anything. who knows what the, and I'm sure they'll be able to figure it out pretty and, quickly. You know, what's had sufficient testing. <clears throat> what? Our friends in away travel. Oh, breaking in. They've done a lot of stuff. They've done a lot of good stuff. They've been supportive of ours, of ours for years now, our friends at Away. Because you know what they do? They make high-quality, affordable suitcases that charge your phone while they're, while you're on the go. You know that, Will? Mm-hmm. They cut out the middleman, and they're able to offer the perfect luggage made with high-quality materials at a very low price. It comes in lots of different options. You can check out their website to see all the crazy options that they have. And they designed the perfect suitcase to make your travel experience stress-free. The, ca- the carry-on bag features two USB ports and a high-capacity battery that allows you to charge multiple devices on the go, so you never have to worry about a dead phone or fight for an outlet at the airport. Be one of those, you don't have to be one of those like pole huddlers anymore. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Those people are just like hugging the hugging the pole and trying to get the get the right uh, outlet. You don't have to be one of those anymore. If you have one of these. Away travel bags. I talked about. I call them pole poachers. Oh, they're poaching the electricity from the airport. Yeah, you won't need that anymore because they've designed an amazing product, and they also have designed it as to be ultra durable and very lightweight because it's made with premium impact resistant German polycarbonate. Will loves when I do that. I don't. They've smooth ride in any direction for 360 degree spinner wheels. That's something I know you do love. I do love. So you won't get stuck or broke. Theft proof TSA approved combination lock. And even overpackers, they expand. It's pretty awesome. They have a compression system 
that tightly buckles in all of your bulky items. They come with a lifetime warranty, so if anything breaks, they will come and fix it for life. Risk-free 100-day trial period, and you get free shipping in the lower 48 states. I've had my away travel bag now for years. I just packed it today because we're headed to the beach, and it fit everything I need because we're going for a long weekend, and it fit everything I need for a long weekend right in that bag. I'm going to start a company. This is an aside. Uh, no, no disservice to away, but that ships only to the upper 48. So yeah. Texas and Florida are out. Sorry. Sorry. Everybody else gets it, though. So really the lower 46? No, 48. I'm still shipping. You're doing to, Hawaii and Alaska? Well, yeah. Okay, got They're it. above that that medium line. Okay. Medium line. I can't talk. You know what? They also have a special <laughs> offer for our listeners, even if they're in Texas or Florida. Uh, for $20 off a suitcase, all you need to do is go to awaytravel.com slash WDW20 and use the promo code WDW20 at checkout. That is awaytravel.com slash WDW20. Use the promo code WDW20 and you're going to get $20 off a suitcase. Again, thanks a lot to them for supporting us for this entire year. And I we hope to to do it again in 2020. Now, where, so where were, were you, Terry? You know, I've always been, my biggest issue with the, the Skyliner system has been the air conditioning situation. Yeah. And it was mainly for situations like, like this. Yeah. Um, you know, I've been following the whole week just kind of you know everyone's generally experienced on the skyliner and if you go and they work as expected i've not heard one negative thing they're fast they're efficient the load yeah. system even when you show up people say and it's the beginning of the day and there's a huge line it looks like it's gonna take hours it's like 19 minutes yeah because they said it's like it, it is like three thousand people capacity on at all times so you have to assume with the new bucket coming every five seconds 10 seconds 20 seconds whatever it is i mean they look pretty close to each other you're going to be able to move people through fast. Yeah, I love the idea of them. I, I think, you know, I think Disney's trying to do something with them that's a little different than what, um, and how they're used in other places. A lot of times they're used, you know, as a way to get up a ski slope or a sightseeing experience. Yeah. You know, Disney uses them probably longer than most people. They're going to be used, you know, they're going to start running and potentially what? seven o'clock 19 hours a day yeah and so i think that's going to be one of the things see and i would push back I've, I've heard that argument i would push back on that because uh ski ski uh resorts and, and now these aren't taking people up to the peak for the slope they take people from the base level up to base camp which is pretty far distance because you have to get up above right. that line and where it's going to where the actual base camp of skiing happens like where they have the Opry ski and all the, the the ski shop and all that stuff and where you can hang out at the bottom of the slopes and they run year round there and they run from early in the morning until late at night because there's activities up there on the mountain that don't just end with uh with with skiing downhill it, and it's different than the ski lift that you go and you sit oh, and you sure. let it catch you and take it up so I I have heard that argument but I would push back on it a little bit and they sometimes go long distances there's different gondolas that go straight up and there's one that goes all the way over here and all the way up and in like zigzags up the mountain and has like four or five different stops on the way up so it's uh I, I, like i said i would push back on that argument that it's extremely different except for that it's probably not as much strain because it's not going up a no. mountain at high elevation already so continue Greece. yeah i think that i think the whole deal with the the, the, the buckets is I remember flying on like September 17th in 2011 or 2001 and I never felt safer. I never felt it. it I feel like Disney's going to use this as an opportunity to go, Whoa, we missed some things. Right. Um, as I was watching the coverage, one of the things that I was most impressed with is the company, the manufacturer was on the scene immediately. They have people, I'm, I'm assuming they probably hired employees to be based there. And definitely I would assume, um, and so obviously they're gonna they're gonna fix the situation. I really hope they get it get it fixed and get it working. I think it's a much needed. If you look on guest surveys consistently, people's negative experience is always tied to Disney buses. It's the transportation time um, is is, an, is something that affects a lot of people's vacations. And so, you know, I hope I hope they'll get them working. Um, obviously, I'm with Will. I, I hate that people were kind of celebrating their failure. Um, you know, I definitely had some, wow, 
I'm not surprised about this, but also like, you know. See, and I think that's part of it though. Like, why are people not why why are people not surprised? Like, why were people expecting Disney to fail? Especially the community that puts Disney Imagineering and, and engineering at like the pinnacle of of American ingenuity and everything. Why are, are are some of the biggest fans of Disney saying I'm not surprised by a failure of a thing that should just work? Like, why are you not surprised that it happened? That makes no sense to me. I, and, I, and I mean this genuinely to the entire community. Why is, is the company that is put up on a pedestal for their engineering abilities using a technology that exists, why are people saying I'm not surprised that it failed in the first week? Because and, I, and what you said was that you were concerned about air conditioning, which has nothing to do with right. the track system of what, how it's supposed to work. Why are you not surprised that it failed in the first week? I think, I think from from my perspective, and I think that uh, some of the other people, I don't think it should be celebrated. For one thing, that's I made that super right, clear. Right, but that, no, that's not but what I, I'm asking. I'm asking why are you not surprised that Disney just because it's a, fails it the in the current first week? state of the way. So other then, should you trust anything out? at Disney if you're not surprised at a transportation system? I was surprised. Fail. I was definitely surprised. I thought it'd be. I mean, I'm sure there was always going to be delays and issues just because you're going to have those problems. So I, I was I expecting. Guess, an I guess accident. what really surprised me is just the. The just kind of the way that it it read on media, right? Yeah. Like, well, be, it because... did play to the storyline of what something like the fire department said, which was, "Hey, it's going to take hours to." We're, we're nervous about like the Reedy Creek Fire Department said, "This is going to take hours to evacuate people if this ever comes right. the case." Right, and then it did. Right, but I'm and still I'm still not getting the answer. Like, why so, are you so not the, so surprised the, the, they the, failed? The 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 my breakdown is is near what he just said about the, what Reed Creek had to say. And then about the fact that I, I feel like if you looked at the way the centers are running, I, I haven't seen them. So I don't have the full perspective. Yeah, I haven't, I, haven't I, pl I do plan on if they're up and working when I'm there in a few weeks, I do plan. On, I, I do plan on riding them. So I'm obviously not yeah. that concerned, but, but that's what like Joanne has the exact, she's getting to the heart of what I'm trying to say. She's watching on Facebook right now. She says, if you have that little faith in Disney, you shouldn't be on any attraction in a Disney park. But then to counterbalance that, Michael said, is it so expected that a new technology or a new release will have bugs and have issues? Yes. It will break down. But, but right. But we're saying this is a PR disaster. This yeah. is catastrophic. I can understand people having delays or it slowing down, yeah. but what Terry said, and you, you are, the There's a reason it's a still shut down the today, right? And I doubt it has that much to do with a technical problem, right? That's what I'm saying, though. Is like you, what you're saying isn't unlike what I'm hearing for a, from a big portion of the Disney community is that like not surprised this happened, and it doesn't make sense. Like I'm having a really hard time wrapping my head around like the I knew this was going to happen. Then I I don't understand. I wouldn't write anything right. if that's like the way if that people knew, are if you anticipated. thinking. And it's like anticipating, I expect people to be stuck for three hours in the air. Like I knew that was going to happen first week. Didn't yeah. surprise me. Yeah. That's that's actually really frightening about the state of Disney technology yeah. to me. And maybe that's a different Personally, thing. Personally, I can't speak for everyone here. I think we're missing a big part of this, guys. Here we go. I and that wait. is, I'm oh. glad that Matt lots after you because he's going to round it out with some sanity. I hope so. Because of the, you know, the in the you know the significant upset that we all saw with the sky buckets. Here's the deal: we can walk away with a couple of pro tips from this. Okay, let me go ahead and tell you something. It's a hot day, and you get on these gondolas, and there's no AC in there. And I'm not saying you get stuck. I'm saying, like, this is like a normal operation. You know, your kids are tired. Everybody's tired. I'm like, man, I could really use a bottle of water right now. Y'all didn't know that it was like an emergency kit. I, know. I did think on the gondolas. <laughs> same thing. And they got a couple of bottled waters in there. And some fans. They also got like a like a community like peacup. Pe peacup. Yeah. I mean, what a, you don't have to use it for that. Um, <laughs> what, what else can you use it to for? share the water? But hey, oh, kids, yeah, like, a, like a, I'm right there with you. Will. I was yeah. like, funnel. So I mean, the pro tips of all the pro <laughs> tips is hey, I mean, there's free bottles of water. Take in there. a gondola ride, get you a couple of free waters, yeah. enjoy yourself, kick back. 
you know, I mean, if if you got a cut or a scrape or something, there's there's a first aid kit in there. You I can, assume there's a band aid. You can take the time, the five minute ride from park to park to address the the concern of your cut on your on your kid's skin. So I, I think the big takeaway is that there's there's opportunities there, um, you know, to to utilize a pro tip. I would tell you that, and, and you know, just just so that we're all clear, uh, I I will absolutely ride these gondolas, and I hope it gets stuck because I want. I want, <laughs> I want a hundred dollar gift card and a friend in in per two, person. in like two park hoppers for you. That's five hundred bucks. <laughs> yeah, because let me go ahead and tell you something. Here's what I don't get. Mm. I never buy the park hopper. Man, that would sure be nice. Sure would be nice. <laughs> it's honestly, it's like I'm just gonna ride the gondolas today and just hope I get an upgrade. But and here's the other thing: you're looking at the gondolas like a casino system. Oh like, yeah, the odds, the odds are in your. Are maybe we're in your rolling favor. dice like crazy on the gondolas. Here's the deal: and here, and I'm gonna go ahead and tell you right now: oh. odds are good at this point. The odds yeah, are fabulous. One week. One week. I'm gonna be first, and here's the deal: you don't even have to. You don't even have to buy a ticket to get on the gondolas. I'll, I'll you know, ask Grease if you do get you stuck on the gondolas. You can pay your $20 parking, pop, pop over at Pop Century, hop on these gondolas, park your car right there, and just ride the gondolas all day. And it just you see have if to you pay can get park. stuck. Yeah. Even if you don't get stuck, you get off and be like, I am under emotional distress right now. Mm. I thought we were going to get stuck. Y'all got a gift card? You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> mate, Try to make it worth it to you for just the little time you're there. Let me just go ahead and tell you something right now. Uh, none of the this. statements said by the Grease on the WDW <laughs> right, Today right. podcast are endorsed by the other members of the WDW Today podcast. Uh, yeah, but um, yeah. cash value. Uh, <laughs> full throttle, roll the dice, and take a pro tip. That's my that's my advice. And take a water. Yeah, you can take. I a mean, water. take your own waters too, but extra waters. Yeah. Matt, now I will uh, say this: I'm going to sub- I'm going to submit some legislation. Okay. To, oh gosh. To Disney, and I'm just going to tell them. Can we somehow get some prepackaged beef jerky in those emergency kits? You need your protein. There is, you know, do you get non-prepackaged beef jerky? What kind of beef jerky you buy? The biltong. biltong. That's not beef jerky. That's biltong. Well, I mean, and you can buy it in the package. A Brazilian bilt. I mean, we're we're talking about things that our listeners have no idea what we're talking. He wants to snap into a slim jim in the middle of of the the side buckets. Side comment, baby. Because if you want, want Logan loves this. I do kind of. If you want, even though the (laughs) idea of evacuating my children on like a fire ladder on the top of a sky bucket, that's the scariest thing I can think of. Yeah, but. Not really. One of the that's a, that's a situation. Not if you got beef jerky really and water though. True. You're like, we'll wait it out. We're True. fine. However, did you know you could actually take that up with somebody? Is there is a small community of people, not in Golden Oak, who live on property and are actually the municipality for that area, and for Disney to be able to have Bay Lake as a community in an area that they essentially controlled, there has to be some form of government, and there are like eight to ten selected families who operate that. And it's very hard to become one of those families. It's like a mob situation. Yeah, it's it's interesting to read about. It's like what? Logan and I did some deep dive into that for a while. There's yeah. two, there, there are two municipalities they're a part of, right? There's the Reedy Creek District, which is kind yeah. of over by. Uh, I love a good HOA. So this is like Bay Lake, like it's that area. Yeah, is run by a. There's a small small municipal government. government. Yeah, like a city council. Yeah, for a small city. It's like an HOA. But you kind of, yeah. Different. But you have you to be a hand-selected like person to live in one of these, essentially, I think, small homes or like trailer like type. prefab homes, yeah. Yeah, uh, that are there. So. Oh, they live in like. They live on property. In, in Back in the swamp. In trailer park. In a trailer park. It's not like. that bad. It's not like that. It's, but look it up. Just do some time searching. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I made up this whole thing in my mind. Mm. But I believe that I, it exists. I kind of want this to be the next Kingdom Keepers book. I think it's a real it's, thing. It's Kingdom Keepers, real life. Because yeah. um, it's like you can live now show. at the Golden Oak. So it it's starts actually, at they are the both. It's yeah. uh, Reedy Creek Improvement District and the City of Bay Lake. There's a mayor. City of Bay Lake, There's yeah. city council members. Uh, and then they have a P.O. box. Yeah, that's about it. <laughs> and they meet at the Reedy Creek Improvement District Administrative Building in Lake Buena Vista, Florida. Do they have a bingo league? I don't yeah. think there's enough people. But yeah, like the entire there's, play there's with one mayor and four city council members. And I think that's it. Now, obviously, you now have Golden Oak, and now you have the Four Seasons neighborhood that are both on property, that are, you know. 
And so I think Different. it's Bay Lake and Lake Buena Vista are. are I think the that's what they have actual like... homes on property. Yeah. Who are you talking about? At Golden Oak? Yeah. And, yeah, you could stay right by the. I love how live. this is the same thing. Now people are going to know there were private residences time out, on time property out. before we get. To let, we have to let Matt Lott weigh in to mm. the issue at hand. But before we get to this, I want everyone to know because people are going to be like, "How in the heck did he not does know that? Breeze not know that?" And if you are a listener to the podcast, um, which you would think, if someone being on a show called the podcast, a podcast about whiskey, mm. and someone been doing that for three and a half years, they would have like a slight knowledge of something that happened two years ago nothing he ain't got nothing on that i don't understand what you're referring right. to so golden that's why opened, he doesn't even know it opened probably is. five six years ago now it is by the four seasons four seasons now has their own neighborhood as well it is right by uh fort wilderness it's in that area right behind the magic kingdom it's the opposite of um, talking about cabana somewhere no. they're beautiful no, homes that are google Disney Golden Oak. I get an ad served to me every week for it. Now, Matt Lott, huh. tell us about the gun. Uh, I just think, don't interrupt. I think it, uh, Will's point is probably the best point I've heard about anything in a while. Because it, I think the like whole across, like across across yeah across the board. <laughs> I think it it's like a the big, Ellen video and this. <laughs> I did like the Ellen video. I saw that. Um, I think the point of why do we want things that we love to fail. And it's probably just because if something that we love fails, it helps us reconcile the failures we see in ourselves. Like the Star Wars. Yeah, anything. It, it's it's Star Wars culture. It's Marvel culture or whatever. But I I, I don't like the whole gondola thing. I'm sure they're going to fix it. I'm still surprised they don't have air conditioning on them. But then like Will pointed out, that's not a track issue. Like that's that's a I'm, I'm just surprised from the beginning they didn't have air conditioner because it's Florida. Right. You know, and my whole thing has always been, I'll probably ride them if we go in December. I still don't know, just because it's so hot and just because you're so reliant on the thing moving, that's the only way you're going to stay cool in the summertime. So this whole time I've just been like, well, if we go on a lot family Christmas vacation, I'll ride the fool out of the gondolas, you know. But Especially if, we if go, it's a non-park strip. That's your only attraction you're going to ride. If you're going on sure. a non-park strip, I know where you're staying. Yeah. And, uh. I don't know if I'm going to, it's going to be hot. It's going to be hot in that book time. It's going to be hot. So I think that's, I think, Will, I think your point's really, really insightful. I think that's something we should all think about. And I get that, like some people, maybe the frustration is just because the the monorails didn't get updated. I understand that. You know, we all want the monorail to be updated. Why isn't it as good as the one in Disneyland or wherever? That one doesn't have air conditioning either. Well, that's California. That thing is the doors open. It's still hot. It's brutally hot. They had to shut the Disneyland monorail down. For a decent part of the summer, because it was unseasonably warm at Disneyland, mm-hmm. just due to the fact that it was hot. Yeah. Okay, I have a question for y'all. How do we make four million dollars so that I can live on these properties? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they are not cheap, and I've toured them. Uh, if you go move to the re- to Reunion Resort, which is about six miles from there, uh, houses start much cheaper, uh, and you can get like quadruple the size house. But I have looked down; they're very nice. Yeah. For the price and- of a house in Golden Oak. You can get your you can get the house that you stare at from the pool. Yeah, you can live in the twenty seven bedroom house that in you can see from Airbnb. <laughs> yeah, yeah from it has a moat around it. I yeah, believe. I don't I don't want that. You want to live on property. I want this. Yeah, you want the the travel because look, you get. I want the spend, HOA you membership sp- fees are <laughs> probably like ah, well, you get five grand a month. You get, I think they're like twelve hundred. You get six. Oh my god! You get six annual passes for five years, and then you gotta pay for them. Which why they don't just throw what it. I know there's things like that oh, okay. that are so, so Disney. Nah, we're on the five year plan. We're gonna live here for five years. So we're gonna transfer service. Yeah. it's gonna be fine. And then well, uh, with you, you do that's get fine custom because, trans- yeah. You do get transportation, and they had so they they will take you to the parks backstage, and you get um like black car service. Yeah, and then like essentially like they have their own little bus system, and they also have stuff like they have a dining room and a place to eat every night. Characters come. There's a lot of cool perks. Uh, first members of Club Thirty Three were all Golden Oak members. Y'all think you'd get burnt out? Yeah, you think I, you would? I don't. I be honest. I was expecting to tour it and be like, I totally get this. When I did tour Golden Oak, it was a bit like, I don't know if I quite get it. Uh, it's a. I, I will say this. I won't disclose who, but a friend of a friend, let's just say, lives there. Uh, bought a house there for his kids and thought this is going to be amazing. He told me their biggest problem is fireworks. Guy. Fireworks every night. And every night, and it changes, so they have to change their bedtime for their kids every night. Oh, based, based on the fireworks out on schedule. That. They uh, said like, out Halloween on that. party that they started said, in July. They <laughs> said stuff falls off the walls. You got to think about that, man. 
because it's launching from right there. Yeah, because like you have to think the fireworks are shot a little bit <laughs> yeah. at a distance, so when you're in the park, you see them naturally. Now, now since we're <laughs> since we're pro tipping for the bargain hunters, mine. Oh, yeah, for the bargain hunters next door to Golden Oak uh. are the residences at Four Seasons. Yeah, which started at a cool five mil, I believe, right? <laughs> yeah. So twelve hundred dollars a month HOA. I, I think it's closer. As to long that as tw- you're cool with, I think it's closer to twenty five thousand dollars a year. So that's about twelve hundred dollars oh, a month. Gosh. No, it's twenty. It's. <sighs> yeah, I toured Walt that's Disney's a uh, Smoke sedan. Tree Ranch at, in Palm Springs. Yeah. You know the STR he's wearing on his tie in the statue uh-huh. of Smoke Tree Ranch. I toured there. I looked at that uh, neighborhood, not to live, just got curious, and. It's like an old western town outside of right, not even outside of Palm Springs, right there in Palm Springs. Those HOA fees. Ain't got but tell nothing. them what you get with it. You get breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Oh, eight, okay. six months a year because it's only open when it's not 120 degrees, which is like April or it's like till April, so like October to April. And it, I believe, uh, it was pushing, it was pushing six figures a month in HOA fees. Six figures a month? No. Five a year. figures a month. Five <laughs> figures. Five figures a month. Okay. Low five okay. figures. And there's, but so those six, meals, six though, figures a year. Grand, 60 grand a year. No. Top end. Top end. <laughs> no. Closer to, closer to six oh, figures. you pay for the six months you're not there, too. Uh-huh. Well, that does, that sounds like a boat club. I don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, no, just charge me for the May to September. It's beautiful. Don't don't make me don't make me pay the whole thing whatever. I love that area. There's a neighborhood in here at the Golden Oak called Marceline. I know, Uh and I really like that. I think that's great. I want that. They toured me around. They're like, "Did you know this was Walt Disney's childhood home?" I'm gonna be like, "And you went "Ah movie about it." (laughs) Google me. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Google me. Google me before you tour me around a multi-million dollar resort. Uh, All right, let's. uh, (laughs) What else we got? (laughs) Let's talk. Know your people. One of the things we asked. Oh, wait. Um, let's. This is a good before we transition. We should talk about Travelmation. Let's do that. There's Adam, Tim, whole cast of There's people. Like Three hundred. I was about to say. I'm like, is <laughs> Logan going to go name every, by name? Every person. I only John. know those two by name. John. <laughs> Max. Yeah. I bet there's a Susan. Just <laughs> odds are. on an application soon. Grease. Odds are. You'll be the only Grease. <laughs> just, just for point of reference. One. The real one. If you've made it to this point in the podcast and are listening, I want confirmation. How many of you would book a trip with the Grease as your travel agent? I just, I just would like to know. Uh, quite a few people. Have you heard of yeah. Whiskey yeah, Weekend? Yeah, Whiskey Weekend. <laughs> <laughs> I, say, I had a guy, I had a guy reach it. out to me to film his wedding. He reached out to me and it was like under that whole brand, and he was like, "Hey, Grease, I've I've been w- waiting to write this email for a oh, really long time. That's so sweet. It is. It he's writing. Really nice. He's writing the Grease. Now I want you to show. I said first of all, I said throw in for X amount of dollars. I'll be there to do the toast. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so he yeah. wants to do the toast. Yeah. And he's like, all right, cool. And then when <laughs> well, uh, I said on top fine. of that, is Grease filming the wedding? Because you could come back with a crazy wedding video <laughs> if you're given that free reign. <laughs> <laughs> nope, not doing it. All right, back to Travelmation. Back to Travelmation. Travelmation, if you don't know about them, where have you been? Because the last few months, they have been our preferred, our authorized Disney vacation planner that you should go through instead of going direct, let the experts, and that's what they are. Their travel agents are the experts at planning your Walt Disney World vacation, and they offer first-class service, and guess what? Never any fees. Nothing. It doesn't cost you a penny to use them. They get paid on the back end of this. So what you need to do is you need to find out about what they're doing. They do everything from group travel to individual travel. They're talking about going to Disney World. You're talking about Disneyland. You're talking about a Disney Cruise Line. You're talking about non-Disney. I'm working with them right now to book a non-Disney trip, and they are doing a great job. That is at Travelmation.net, and here's the kicker. Travelmation.net slash WDW today. Because what that does, it not only tells them that you heard about it us here, which really helps us and helps us continue to have great partners like Travelmation, but also it gets you connected with the specific people that have been assigned to our listeners. So you know, if you listen to this show, you're going to get service. And it just like it, it's like booking your travel through the grease. It's the same thing. Mm, I don't know if that's a solid ad read. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Travelmation.net slash WDW. Leave this today. world with memories, not the grease. Yeah. 
Anything Yo, about travel nation you want to talk about? Yeah, I think you covered it. I did? Good. All right. Quack, 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 Mr. Duckworth. The, Moving on. The guys that run that place have really good hair. Have you they do have hair? good hair. It's they just, spend some time on that hair. They do. It's, I don't. I can't wake up and do that every day. I just wear a hat. You do. Okay. So it saves like hours. You know what I mean? It's like, eh. I know. I can just throw the hat on. How quickly can you be out of the house? Oh. From, like, and clean. Like, you took a shower. Five minutes. I would say, yeah. I'm probably... I'm probably at five to ten minutes. That's teeth, brush, shower, clothes, hat, go. Yeah. Good. Five minutes. Yeah. If go. necessary, five minutes. Yeah, I think that's about right. Yeah, I mean, if the house is burning, five minutes. <laughs> you need to take a quick shower. Yeah. If the house is on fire, the grease the is going to get a shower. Like, I yeah. got it on. I, deodorant on. Yeah, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm sweating. I, I don't know when I'm going to get another stick. I'm not, a ter- I'm not a terrible person. I want to be presentable if the fire department is going to show up. I called the fire department a few weeks ago. I think we talked about that. What? Yeah. Hmm. Uh, I saved a house. That was a good day. Give me pro tips with that. House saving? Mm-hmm. If you see something, like smoke, <laughs> say something. call 911. <laughs> Where there's smoke, and there's fire. And they always oh. will give you lip when you call 911. <laughs> oh, you think there's an emergency? No, it does feel like that every time. Like every time I've had to call 911, which is maybe 10 times in my life. That's exact, a lot. Sir, exactly what do you That's consider a lot? Over 34 smoke. years. Yeah, it's like it's maybe actually Terry may have just tapped into the reason why you're (laughs) getting a lift. You said you've had to call nine one one ten times in my life. Ten actual emergencies. Yes, I don't think I have had a single nine one one emergency. I don't know if I I have either. Fire was a nine one one emergency. Well, that's one. What about the other nine? Uh, there was a guy sleeping on the inner pass on 65 in the middle of the road. Yeah, that that would be a good time to call 911. <laughs> that counts. That sounds like... Well, that's that two. Was, those are two that pop out. The rest I'm not so sure. <laughs> there you go. I, I, I'm with you, Terry, though. It sounds like you're getting left because like, they should have oh, eight times before that, sir... This guy is your, your washing machine is not starting. Have you checked if it's plugged in? I have had them say, this is Control not for us delete. to call the police department. I'm like, okay, fine. And I've learned. So now I was like, do I call the fire department? I'm like, I don't want to Google that. The house is on fire. I'm mm. going to just go ahead and call 911. And if they give me lip, so be it. And I saved the day. And the fire department was there. I was like, we can't put water on that power line. It'll electrocute us. And I was like, like so we just got to wait and see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least they're honest. Yeah. I love a good honest fireman. <laughs> I hate it when they lie to you. That's our new. Uh, that's our new brand. Honest I love a good honest fireman. <laughs> like your friendly southerner. Yeah, or like oh, like. Uh, we want I'm glad that Will, Will was so pro Disney and so sweet and like just talking good things, and then I I swoop in with my pro tips, and I. I bamboozled. Oh, I thing. don't think I was being pro Disney. Mm. I'm um, being pro ski resort. Yes, <laughs> I think that was clear. Plug in right here. All right, because our buddy Jeff Jones is on the our Facebook of page, the engineers and he just Disney. commented and asked what I. He actually asked me help. He just posted his graphic promoting his thing. You know what? I'll promote it anyway. Uh, starting October 16th, if you're in the Orlando area, the yes. Animatronicans are returning. You've heard me talk about this. I went to their last show. It's part of the Orlando Fringe Festival, but they're doing a double header. Both the shows, the original and under new management, it is a very adult show. I cannot emphasize that enough. Uh, but I love the people who wrote it, wrote it, wrote it, directed mm-hmm. it, and are the cast. Uh, there are a lot of friends of ours, friends of our show. And again, uh, the Animatronicans is a essentially a kind of stage show, comedy stage show, set up like an old sitcom. And it's what happens when animatronics are kind of retired to a home where they all live. It's very funny, very dirty. So just be fair warned. Well, that doesn't sound like in. an old school sitcom to me, Logan. Well, it's set up kind Those of in the wholesome. way segments are done. Uh, it features a, a lot like the Dream Finder. It features James Keaton, who you may know as Jack the Clown, and Aaron Klein, who was Chance at Halloween Horror Nights, uh, as well as a big cast of characters. Uh, if you are a what hardcore, is, what does Chance play? She plays the redhead. Oh, nice. And if you have not had a chance to see it, you will laugh. If you're a hardcore Disney fan, you will not laugh any harder than you will. I mean, you have to know every little inside joke, and if you're listening here, you certainly do. Uh, so check out that. It's at orlandofringe.org. They're starting October 16th. I think it runs for about two weeks till the end of October. Uh, again, do not bring the kids. Uh, do not go if you're easily offended. Leave the kids at home? Leave the kids at home. Go and enjoy the animatronicans. All right. So when you told me there was we away travel, our fine friends were sponsoring this week's episode, I originally thought, let's let's talk about our must-pack items. What are the things 
that you have to pack when you go to Walt Disney World? What are the things you have sent to your room? Mm. What do you throw in your carry-on bag? Mm. What do you? What can you not mm. not bring? Well, I mean, I mean, I the only thing that I brought last time was a bottle of whiskey. Yeah, Henry McKenna Ball and Bond. You stayed at the. It was fabulous. Stayed at Airbnb, so we provided a. Oh, that was the last time. No. Yeah, I actually, I actually didn't buy one for that. I bought it down there. Yeah. And that led to a whole thing. Mm-hmm. And then that led to me never being able to rent from Hertz again. Proud of you. Or their affiliates. Or their or thrifty dollar. dollar. <laughs> it's all done. Your pictures so. up Enterprise. in a lot of places. Here I come, boys. I would say uh, your backup cell phone charger is one that's a must at this point. Now. That's yep. what, that was going to be my number one but cell phone charger. now with the iPhone 11. What? what? The battery life is top I'm notch. Not... <gasps> Are you serious? Oh, oh yeah. I'm ta- All day. I'm talking in the 80s. I don't usually leave the 80s. Wow. <laughs> Whoa. I mean, it was a good decade. I've killed the phone <laughs> once I mean? in the week I've had it. Wow. Once? Uno? And I'm pretty hardcore on my phone. Like, yeah. I play wow. podcasts all day, audiobook, and it. Now I do charge a little bit off and on throughout the day while I drive. I have it connected in, but still, it's like that, that. They that, actually that had to do an, nuclear. They actually had to do an update on the iPhone 11 because it was keeping your phone at 100 percent for too long, which was bad for battery cycling. Wow! Like you weren't using enough power on your battery that when you plug it in at night. It was like like ruining the battery, yeah. and to fix that. That sounds like a software thing. I have a seventy percent. I have seventy percent, and I've been going like, since uh, using my phone for work hardcore since six this morning. I'm at eighty percent. That's I with like a, streaming video, streaming. Well, that's a three hundred dollar value to me because my iPhone seven. I'm on like my fourth battery charger case today. Mm-hmm. No, like in in life, <laughs> right, Grease? You have you have outdated technology. It's time to it's time to step in. How do I my get eleven? How do my I get on those elevens? I would have said uh, you can get a get yeah. a phone company that doesn't make you buy the full thing outright, <laughs> or just buy the full thing outright. Either Ooh. one. Now I get the the trap. What are those called? Logic. What are the sticks? Trapper keepers? No, what no are the, the pods. Pa- power. The power sticks. No, they power have, you, gloves. Can, you can exchange them They're on property. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. There's I'm something. Power. Power. Bah, what are they called? I don't know. Somebody on the rods. In the rods. Power. Power. Yeah. Rods. Power rods. I think right? they're called power rods. Fuel rods. Fuel, Fuel rods. rods. There we go. So they are now, they were 20. Now they're 30 <laughs> bucks and you buy it once. And now Disney property, and they have them at everywhere. Most restaurant, not most restaurants, most major places. So I was about to say, I've been to several restaurants. Not restaurants. Disney Springs has them. The parks have them. I don't know if all the hotels have them. Uh, but the big benefit of that is you recycle them throughout the day. Now, you don't usually always get a full charge out of it. But it's free to keep going and going. Here's something. You buy them off Disney property before you get there. They cost about 20 bucks. So they save you, save you about 10 bucks if you can find a location near you mm-hmm. to go buy it. But now at things like Universal, it now costs you money, I think $3, to get a new fuel rod. So they lessen the value a little bit. Mm. On those. But I have like three or four stacked up, so we use them mm. every time. So how about I read some of our listener must-pack list? Okay, I'll tell them if they're right or wrong. And you can you can tell you can so tell you, which podcast they also listen to. Jimmy Jim Kelly? Is that sound from he is a steakhouse in downtown Nashville. Jimmy Kelly? Yeah, Jim, Jim Kelly. Kelly. He is a, his number one is a bottle of bourbon for the broom. The healthy supplier of uh, Tums and Advil. Going to hit those buffets, a case of water. That is solid because, I mean, oof. The, uh, this Advil, actually is I've a become good... an Advil addict, so I think that I understand. My, my body aches. This is actually a smart pro tip. I don't think that you should mix Advil and bourbon. I'm just saying there's kind of a warning label about that as is far really? as liver function. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> the uh, white know. noise machines for children sharing sleeping space. Yes, we we pack. That's a good We, tip. Cla- we pack uh, noise machines wherever we go. Mm. Yep. Uh, now in, in the house we just have them at the Airbnb. But whenever we travel, we travel with the white noise machines. What? What? You're staying in Golden Oak. Doesn't matter. The lot family. We just designate a person to make white noise all night long. <laughs> 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 Can you imagine just one person having to go? Ksh- 
Uh, who makes the best white noise? That's pretty good. So no, that noise I'm really good. just I made is often. the noise when we're doing the podcast, and so, someone says something that needs to be taken <coughs> out of the show. We make that noise, and that, so you can Triggered see the way to go. Form. What did Matt Lott just say? <laughs> <laughs> that was a good white noise, Matt. What's your white noise impersonation? Uh, you got one. I'm sorry, not Matt. Matt, you already did yours. I did. Uh, I mean, well, the That's pretty I, good right there. Uh, yeah, mine's got that rattle it's to like it. A, it's know. like a, it's like an engine. Uh-huh. Mine's like got the old engine. rattle. It's a little bit like because you have to have a little bit of like body to it. You know what I mean to kind of take the low frequencies. People are loving this episode. <laughs> it's so good. Terry, do your white noise. I'm gonna go back to reading this list. Hey, make your white noise. <laughs> no, that was really okay. good. Terry, we didn't know you had that. Well, yeah, you gotta go. Oh. oh no, he's doing the he's doing the whole like. You gonna do whale sounds? No, I'm not doing <laughs> ASMR. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look, we're doing the old heartbeat. <laughs> that one terrifies me. <laughs> I always thought that was like a horror movie. That's a nightmare I've had. Yeah. Summer uh, storm. So this person, uh, Chi Town, uh, they pack Chi Town, Chi Town like gum, Chicago. Mm-hmm. gum, a mule skin, which I yeah. assume is a mule skin. You can't skin. get gum anywhere. A mule skin, a mule skin poncho, and a fan water. Nope, that's a mule, mule skin. Mule skin. What's a mole skin? Mule skin. No, I think they mean like, like the thing skin. for not the notebook, like the stuff say. for. Um, what, are you taking notes? No, when you have a blister. Oh. I think it is. Uh, mole, I think it is um, actual mole skin. skin. For your, mole yeah. skin. Yeah, for your shoes. I will give you that band aids. I'm a band aid yeah, man. I, I will say that there are there is a a lot of a uh, clear glide, a lot of glide, glide and um. Hmm, what the? <laughs> There's a what? Oh, the, the say it the, again, Terry. The stop. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> Rephrase. This the this the the stuff that runners use for for, for I know chasing. What you're about. Doctor Scholes? No, he's yeah. talking about for it's your crotch. Goldbach. Goldbach. Well, there is some Goldbach. There's no, definitely some they Goldbach. Have the, they do have like a like a gel that comes in like they, a deodorant. Stick. Yeah. Oh yes, I've never used that. So maybe that's not a my, my day deodorant is like that this time. Did I buy accidentally? <laughs> I wear mm. women's deodorant. Moving on. <laughs> that uh, is a smart tip about blisters, though, because nothing can ruin your vacation yep. quicker than ha- getting a blister on your foot like the first day True. and not and being like, yeah, I'll just wait Did for you it. You and, and Terry wear flip flops like lunatics. I, I I'm I'm become an older man. I didn't know. I, so I wear a tennis shoe. A In a theme park, it's not smart. Yeah, to I give you blisters. It. It's not the wise. I learned that early on in my life. No flip flops at the theme parks. I mean, if you're around the resort, fine. Logan and I aren't young chaps like Terry is mm-hmm. able to go for hours on I end in, in the fl- <laughs> to get young chaps. Go on, go on, man. That's a new slogan. It's weird. <laughs> Brian Lafraza. These names, I love it. Uh, a Ziploc bag to protect the phone, which kind of smart for water rides. Yeah, yeah. For these the last new five 11s, or six years, you've been yeah. pretty good though. Mm. Since water the seven, resistant. I think they've been waterproof. But yes, I agree. Electronics in general. Maybe you got an Apple Watch. Those are waterproof too, probably. What's not waterproof anymore? Cameras. My wife takes like the sh- her showers with the Apple Watch on. Freaks me out. I'm like, yeah, you're breaking it. <laughs> <laughs> then, <laughs> you got clean Then it's like you. after, like you press a People button. People are all saying body glide or glide. Stick. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. what. Yeah. It, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So Nancy, the who's at the real Nancy RN, the register nurse. Uh, bare right essentials. I, Where does it sound for real Nancy? Bare essentials, like is that like the makeup? I don't know, or just her bareness. The bare, or the bare, wouldn't it be more on bare to say the, the bare necessities? The one, what now, Terry? The bare necessities. <laughs> oh, she's saying I thought she had bare essentials. Like her the bare essentials. Uh, bare water bottle is what I'm thinking. This is this is the parenting one that I love. The emergency shh fruit snacks called for emergencies. When I just want my kids to shut up I get for that. a minute so I can think. I can get I And then get she said, uh, <laughs> I always have delivered beer and the aforementioned fruit snacks. So something gummy, like uh, you're talking about like a, like some chewy bar that your kids can't talk while they eat. <laughs> yeah, just like, spoons full of peanut butter. Yep. Peanut butter. Logan mm-hmm. said he wanted to do a peanut butter pot. Mm. I don't want to. No one's done it. I looked Dad it gummy. up. <laughs> Y'all take all my ideas. Niche audience. <laughs> it's a very small audience. Hey, here's one that I will pitch. Actually, if someone takes it, you take it. But I don't want you to take it. Would you, I saw a thread at a Disney group that I'm in mm. that was what are the best nachos on property? 
And there was 200 comments. And it made me go, what if there was a Disney-specific, let's say Orlando area-specific, just nacho the Florida, podcast. The Central Florida Nacho Podcast. Where we all just go around and sample all nacho offerings in the greater Orlando area. I, I could, I, We could do a tuna episode right now, and I'm ready to go. Tuna? Tuna nachos. Oh, okay. Sorry. Tuna? <laughs> you want to you do the whole podcast on tuna nachos? No, just an episode. Just an episode. We go to different places and say, let's try the nachos Tuna here. nachos sounds repulsive to me. Agreed. Yeah, I don't, I don't like tuna. Is I it like with Sherry, sashimi? Did yeah. I have them with you? They were great. Yeah, the sashimi nachos. Where were they? Where were they? Is it melted them? cheese on the cold no, no, tuna? No, it's no. more like and they're on and, and they're not on they're fresh. on they're on wontons, not yeah. They're more they're, are sushi. these nachos? Yeah, this just sounds like if it says nacho on the menu, I think we could qualify it. Yes, I think that we're uh, stretching the limits of nachos. <laughs> well, not my nachos because no, but time out. You got okay. Fair enough. We can call those nachos if what Grease calls nachos nachos saltines with Look. melted American cheese on it. Oh. If you put limits on nachos, that's at the new uh, you, you've, you've lakeside resort that they're opening. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, pro tip for packing okay. for parents: I'm, take and toss spill-proof sippy cups because guess yep. what? You don't got the whole straw thing. You just oh, your kids want you know. I agree. Great, a, great one. a sprite. It's it's open, it's there, and let me go ahead and tell you what's going to happen. It's just going to be all over everything, and it's going to spill. So just take the take and toss. You can get a pack of four on Amazon right now for $2.68. Yeah, they're very cheap. Very cheap. We've been I running mean, on the same ones for years, too, in our house. Yeah, it like literally, the take and hold toss thing, you don't even got to toss them. You can just keep them. I don't throw them away. Why I've would tons you? of them. Why would you? We've, I've run that thing in the daggum thing, the... Mm-hmm. The what do the you call thing. it? The washes so the, the dishes automatically. The dishwasher the squirrel thing. The yeah, first the squirrel, vote. Uh, the dishwasher. The first okay. vote for that for the podcast is Scott saying he wouldn't listen, and his whole Facebook page is Disney out. So, if we oh, don't have if we don't have an audience for not your regular Disney podcast. Oh, <laughs> oh man, <laughs> Dad, come it, Logan. That's so good. Look it up. Look it up. Daddy. He's going. <laughs> What did we? What did I just say? Nacho regular, regular, regular wrong word. Nacho average, nacho average Disney podcast. That's, that's wonderful. That's Disney. That's wonderful. Dot com. Oh wait, hang on. Do we? All right. Do we want to go like dot co dot com dot dot net or do we just? Why do you know so much about com? finding? So I mean, can we just get nacho average? Nacho average, and then you so can then do, then we can do nachos it. everywhere. Then you, yeah, you go to anywhere. Nacho average podcast. It's, oh. it's available at a okay. premium price. Nacho <laughs> average. Yeah, that's about two Whoa. grand. Right out of the gate. I so, mean, I'm in for portion of that. Hang on, podcast. I'll Let's just add it. podcast to I'll it. Nacho cool average. Oh, podcast. You're back <laughs> on. We're at twelve dollars. <laughs> no. Well, we put in fifty, so we're one hundred and twelve. Yeah. <laughs> we can register for ten years. I'm gonna put yeah. in a good fiver right there. I'm in on ground floor. It's really good for a help. <laughs> what if that's because nacho I, is a high value keyword that is I'm currently an not average in. sale price of over two thousand dollars. Scott just said I'm back in. Scott said back in because I'm not the person who is eating right now. I'm eating shakes pretty much, occasionally a salad. So if my one cheat meal of the week, or hot tea, hot tea, if my one cheat meal of the week is just a plate full of nacho, nacho. So, uh, we went to a. Uh, I just sample like the guy in the Great British Bake Off. I just sample one nacho, and it's just like I think on it for a long time. Like he does like one bite of a cheeseburger. He's just yeah. Like, mm. Mm. So I do the same just with one chip. I get one chip. Went to a Chinese restaurant today. You know, normally you order Chinese restaurant, they bring you the itty bitty cup in a, a pot. Logan says for hot tea. Mm-hmm. He goes, I'll have a hot tea. They bring. Him, <laughs> The largest mug created. <laughs> the Rob Johnson size mug. It was, it was like 18 ounces of hot tea. And then Logan, you know, I mean, you took it to task. And they're like, you like some more tea? And I did. Yeah, and That's why more. I need to wrap like this show humongous. up fairly soon. Do you remember the humongous? Do you remember that humongous? I do remember the humongous. It was like a big gulp on steroids. It was a 64 ounce mug. I what? took that to a college party one time. <laughs> oh, I infuriated everyone at how long it took me to fill it at the... Uh, Common drinking receptacle. <laughs> so, so I'll leave that up to your imagination. What I was filling it with. All right. What else? What else are some essentials for so you? Just wait, a dream. Wait, 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 wait. An extra bag for souvs, souvenirs. You, you ever put the, oh, the, the smaller bag in the bag? I knew everybody here would appreciate that genuinely. Yeah, we. I always the, travel with an empty duffel bag. That's what my, I'm saying. You bag. put an extra bag inside of another bag. 
So you can you'll have extra for souvenirs and stuff. I, I agree with that. I've had to do the Target run. I've said that a lot a few times. Mm -hmm. How many times? How many times have you bought a Target piece of luggage? Probably probably four times. And how many of those times were near a Disney park? Two times. Two okay. Or three times. Uh, usually we do. Man, if I'm traveling by myself, is when it's bad. My wife always does that. She always throws the duffel bag in the other bag. Mm -hmm. But when I was by myself, uh, and also we didn't realize how big those lightsabers would be at Galaxy's Edge. That was the ring. We had a duffel bag to bring back, but they were. They are not small. Yep. They don't break down easily. My favorite part of flying right now back from Orlando or is is the number of lightsabers that are in the carry-on <laughs> up top. People just rolling on the plane it's with a lightsaber. better than when Pandora opened and everybody had those, those shoulder things. And I remember we were leaving. Well, now there's tons lunches? of shoulder. It's a, not an angel or a devil, but a, a shoulder creature, banshee. There's way more. There's more of those now. We there's, were leaving Disney. It was soon after Pandora had opened, and there were so many people in the airport with those things just perched up on their shoulders. Like it was, and everybody was like, they were running around talking to each other with them. And so it was, was like Avatar figments. I was very uncomfortable. Yeah, now yeah, it's, at Galaxy's Edge, you can get Kawaki and monkey lizards. Oh. Great. Which is a, a salacious crumb. Mm. Mm. Ah! You know his species. That's a Kawaki, <laughs> Kawaki and monkey lizard. So, just to dream away. I, I commented that I like I like their list because it's very apocalyptic. It's like you could be going to Disney Park, you might be preparing preparing for end times. A gallon freezer bags, blister block, <laughs> misting fan, Brita water bottle, and granola bars. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's, it serves a dual purpose. Yeah, so that's like they're gets, an Enneagram if, six. You know, like if you get stuck on the, the <laughs> Skyliners, you're good. You're good to go. Oh, yeah, prepare. Another reason to pack a little fan. What Amanda's friends. Told us our Instagram numbers, which made me feel like I don't know you. <laughs> I didn't know her. Very you know well. what I don't like? What, what did they tell you? You, I, were? you know what I don't like, Love? With a wing? Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. That, they get, they lots of wings. You know what I don't yeah, like? Uh, labeling people by numbers. Let's get to know people for who they are. Part of the thing not with this, the, <coughs> this voodoo crap. Oh, Part of the thing with the Enneagrams, you're, you're not supposed to like diagnose other people. Yeah, well, no, she, she yeah. did the opposite. Everyone just, does the opposite. She what number wrong? is that? Have if you you're been diagnosing, on Facebook you're recently, a zero. It's a, it's, a, it's a number 666. Oh, my gosh. A devil. Oh, by the way, if Can't you get buy the new sale. Uh, Striper Washburn guitar on the back, it says 777 on the back plate right. real big. Or it's oh, holy amen. Number. It's like 900 bucks. You want to go have these on it? Amen. All right. We can get that signed. <laughs> I, think, I think I can work that out. Yeah. I, think, I think most people probably could figure that out, though, too. If you buy it. Signed. I mean, not necessarily. Michael Sweet's a hard man to track down. Yeah. They're, they're coming next week. I'll be gone, though. Actually, All it's right. this week. That's that's going to do it for today's show, I think. Mm. Anything else, guys? Any plugs? Here's here's one last tip that I think okay. is one that I, that I would put on my list, even though I don't always wear. This person says they always bring at least two pair of shoes. This is Christopher Shaw. Yeah, so you can alternate shoes for theme park days. That is a good idea. I do not do that. Yeah, the calves, the calves will start getting a workout. I do, you I do a flip flop a and a shoe and a dress shoe. Oh, because mm. you never, you never want to be without a dress shoe because you never know. Well, there, there are a lot of nice restaurants. So I don't like wearing tennis shoes to nice restaurants. But that's become a weirdo. I see. I'm the one who typically has to remember to bring a tennis shoe. Yeah, Will Just only one. wears dress shoes. It's real uncomfortable. It's kind of true. You're I right. love the pain. <laughs> With that. Any other uh, plugs you guys want to do? <laughs> Pain Boys? Pain Boys for life. Yes. My uh, the my buddy, <laughs> I can't think because I can only think about Will packing one shoe. <laughs> a single shoe. <laughs> a single shoe. <laughs> I always have to remind myself to take a tennis shoe. Um, yeah, the My Buddy Hates That podcast, uh, we're going to be back really, really soon. It's going to be pretty um, mm. different but fun and all new and cool. Way cooler than Grease as a whole. Mm, so that's great. Be ready for that. Super. Real um, low bar you're setting for yourself. Uh, Will I and I are uh, lowers we, we are vlogging now, and so you could actually like watch us, which I don't know if that's the great thing, but youtubecom slash podcast with a K at the end because mm -hmm. we did that because we're clever. All right, Terry. Got the thing I like coming up here in about six weeks. Very cool. So if you're a if you frequent the the other side of the of the coast and want to come hang out and uh, we have we'll have a uh, two imagine two disney imagineers and uh maybe 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 something fairly odd even coming up so we're, we're excited about the lineup for uh that'll be very the thing cool. la all right take a look at that how do you get the how do you the, get the, just hit me up on facebook 
I'll give you a, a WDW listener special. Oh, that's like when you go to me to book at the Airbnb, yeah. which, by the way, is available right now. It's not available right now. It's booked all through October. We do have about two and two weeks open in November right now. If you're looking for a last-minute trip, uh, I believe we still have Thanksgiving open. And boy, uh, 2020 is starting to fill up over there. I was thinking some dates. Still, we, I've made two bookings today. Uh, so that is available uh, November 11th through the 18th is available, and the 22nd through December 7th is available, uh, as well as now Christmas, the day after Christmas, someone is booked and taken through New Year's. We still have the weeks uh, leading up to Christmas, a couple weeks there. Uh, in January, let's, let's do some deals for January. January, make me an offer. <laughs> January is a pretty quiet time right now at the Airbnb. February completely sold out. But never just book. Go to Airbnb.com. Again, it's an Orlando area luxury rental that I run and you can be a part of the magic. It's not something we say, but it's something we feel. Uh, there are 20 hidden Mickeys throughout. There's a private pool and private spa. There is a pool table. I think you should do Arcade 999 games. hidden Mickeys. Would you could do a, a little crossover with the old Haunted Mansion. And one did ghost. almost make one uh, Jack. Skeleton? Clown. No, oh. And to promote it on Scare Zone for Horror Night. Oh, well, maybe you but should. But I didn't do that because I was scared that kids would look, like one random kid would look and there'd just be like a... Frightening evil clown. clown behind a towel rack. Uh, but that is at Airbnb.com. No evil scary clowns are there. Uh, take a look at it. We have themed rooms, uh, superhero themed room, princess themed rooms, tiki themed rooms. That's right. We have your own in tiki, enchanted tiki loft. Uh, that's a pool table and poker table. And again, all the tables. Yeah, it's shabby teak. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> I know you do. You like a good pun. I do. I'm a punman. All right, let's wrap it up. That's at Airbnb.com. Until next time, Will, you got anything? Yeah, I was with him on the I know, the but I was making sure thing. you didn't have a book or anything. Do I have a I'm writing a book. You're writing a book? Yeah. What's it called? Not uh, your average book? No, it doesn't have a name yet, but it's like, uh, it's going to be mostly geared toward podcast listeners. So you can check that out. <laughs> when you're done with it. Yeah, in about, you know, it may take me a couple of years. We'll find out. It's called Whiskey Slayer. Set a lofty goal. But Early tease. There is already a nacho average podcast. And it's all about nachos, or is it just like a joke, like nacho cheese? Well, they don't own the domain, so let's uh, let's just grab that, unless somebody already looks like they released all of their episodes this Wednesday. So they've only been around for a week. Man, just I feel like we've been talking about it. They just they just did it. So we got microphones. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right, let's, let's wrap it up. I'm Logan Seculo. <laughs> I'm Will Hank. I'm Terry Weaver. I'm Matt Lott. And I'm the See you on the next show.